We're kicking off the new year looking at getting our acts together spiritually, financially, relationally, and physically. And yesterday, we were talking to my good friend Dave Garrison. Now, when we recorded this podcast in late October 2016, Dave was deep in a relational struggle. For three years, he had developed a relationship with a woman who, by all Dave's measurements, was the woman of his dreams. Except for one thing. She was not a follower of Jesus. And had even reached the point where she was becoming irritated with Dave's singular devotion to Jesus. Life was starting to look like one frustrating argument after another, fueled by the chasm of difference in their beliefs, driving them both to the inevitable confrontation over what to do. This is Flatirons Men's Community Pastor Dan Foote, and this is Wake Up Call, the Flatirons Podcast for Men. And today, we're picking up where we left off yesterday with Dave Garrison on Get Your Shit Together Relationally. And that's hard because what's really hard is the conversation that you and I had three, four weeks ago. Yep. You contacted me and we we went and we – you met me for breakfast this time. I did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, Shut uh, up. <laughs> and then – you were talking about these things and how hard it was. And sitting across that table, I could see the pain on your face and hear it in your words and could see it in your tears yeah. because for two and a half, almost three years, you have developed a relationship. Oh, I am madly in love with this woman. That's an understatement. Who doesn't share the core of who you are and now you got to figure out what to do with it. Yep. Yeah. And that's the, so. What are you doing with it? Yeah, I wish I knew. <laughs> and this is why I asked you to come in. I didn't. I we can't have conversations on this podcast, and we can't have honest conversation without dealing with the reality of what people are walking through. Yeah. I didn't ask you to come in here because I knew you had a nice, neat little bow. Like I just said, I have no idea where you and Nicole are. Right. All I know is that you and I had a conversation four weeks at breakfast. And again, you asked me, and I, you asked me for, you wanted my wisdom is what you said. And I, you remember what I asked? Yes. I said, are you sure? Yes. Can I really speak, speak into, into this? this? Yes. <laughs> and Should I should have said no. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm saying no. <laughs> yeah. Next time you're not coming to breakfast again. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I'm sitting there, I just want you to know, this is what I'm walking through. As someone who knows you, who loves you, trying to figure out how I can speak wisdom into this, but I'm sitting there and I, and I, in my head, uttered a prayer, God, give me the right words to say. Yeah. And I don't know if they were, but what I said was this. I recently get, been given this other analogy, and it's that God has created this big tent that we live under. Yep. And when we live under this tent, we are protected. Now, that doesn't mean that we're we're not going to feel the elements of the, the enemy. That's one of the things that Jim taught about this weekend. The slings and the arrow of the enemy, we're, we're going to be attacked, but we are protected under this tent that God has. And when we, God doesn't put sides on that tent. He allows us, we can, any moment we can step out from underneath that tent, right. from out from underneath of what he says is right and true in every area, finances, health, relationship, as we're looking at in this new, new year podcast. 
And what I told you was, Dave, I've been standing under this tent watching you yep. deal with the elements out there, asking, do you remember what I said? Yeah. <laughs> when the f*** are you going to wake up yep. and come back under the tent? Right. But it's hard because you're actually, you've got somebody out there. Yep. That you're holding on to that gives you comfort and warmth in a certain way, but will never protect you. Right. The way that God says. And and this is this is the truth too. And I'm talking way too much, sorry, but um Jesus deals with the rich young ruler. You know, in that mm-hmm. story we have in in the gospels where the rich young ruler comes up. What must I do? And Jesus is like, oh, okay, you know, do you obey the law and the prophets? Like, you know. Got he, that covered. Yeah. He very confidently says, yeah, since birth, you know, whatever. I've, since, you know, I've got that. And Jesus looks at him and says, okay, then just sell everything you've got and come and follow me then. Yeah. And the rich young ruler turns and walks away because he had great wealth. That's what we're told, or we read. What Jesus doesn't do is go, wait, 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 come back. Right. Come, he doesn't grab him, you know. And there's a part of my experience walking through this with you, like I said, in sometimes close, sometimes far away, but in constant contact, is that I'm not going to force you to do this. This is something. Right. And what I'm seeing is this, is the Holy Spirit. We are gifted with the Holy Spirit when we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. And when we come and we repent, we're baptized, all that, we, we, we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is working on your heart right now, saying, yes. you've got to get this corrected. Right. And the reality is, you don't have to. You can continue this relationship. But using everything that we've already talked about, where are you going to land? All right. What kind of storms are you two going to have? Because they're not going to get easier. Right, right. And that's a big thing. You know, I, I look at, you know, I look at where we are. Um, we continue to talk. We continue to. Uh, there was a little while that we weren't seeing each other, and now we're we've seen each other a few times. Um, I'm this both and kind of guy, right? I want I, I, I want I, I want to follow what Jesus says is right and true, and I want this relationship with this woman, right? <laughs> sure, so, yeah. I want it all. <laughs> sure, that, that's called middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, and what happens when you stand exactly. in the middle of the road? <laughs> that's, that's, gonna get, that's where roadkill happens. That's right. right? <laughs> that would be a good podcast to have. Just yeah. called roadkill. roadkill. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Um, you know, it, and it has been roadkill because it's been painful. It's been painful mm. for both of us, especially for her, because um, she doesn't understand. You know, it's very confusing. And yeah. again, it, and it's multifaceted. It's not just. It's not just a, For me, it's not just a spiritual piece. You know, again, there's some life pieces that have come in to play also. Right. But the spiritual piece is a huge piece, and we've talked about talked about how to to do that. And I've told her I want a relationship that that honors and reflects what God says is true and best and right. And again, and that's just, it's just really, really hard. 
And yeah. so, you know, you, you mentioned about a bow, and there, you know, right now there is, there's not a bow. Um, you know, this is still up in the air and painful, mm-hmm. and, you know, at one point we both thought we were done, and then we start to talk again, and, you know, and, it, and I think it also just speaks to a level of, of love and commitment that we have for each other and going, and so where does this go? I don't, I don't know. Right. You know, where this goes. What I do know and what I do recognize for myself and, and when I've talked to other guys about this is for me, there's a couple of pieces. One is there's what I say mm-hmm. and it's what am I actually doing? Right. Right. If I say, Hey, I trust God, right? Trust God. Um, you know, with all your heart and soul and, and mind and strength and going, am I? Mm-hmm. Do I really trust God? Going, here's this relationship, and I'm clinging to this relationship, but I think it's not, I think I need to be clinging to God and to Jesus. Yes. And the relationship will be there. And I think that's, uh, like I said, I'm a, I'm a very relational person and, mm-hmm. and, and who has not had good relationship success. Um, and I think it's, when I really examine it, and, and again, for me, this is, this is a crucial part of my own message right now, which is just how important it is to trust and to lean into God. Um, and not lean on your own understand, understanding. Right. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll he, make your path straight. Yes. Right? I'm the one who's making it crooked. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but that's not an easy path. No. And yet you know, and that's the and that's the example that I that I shared with Jim uh, that I might have even shared with you. You know, it, it's it, you know, I came across this 16 millimeter film, um, you know, and it's a and it's my mom shot it, and it was my dad and I. I'm, you know, a little guy, one years old, whatever. Right. Leaning against the kitchen cabinets, he's kneeling down. He's got his hands out. He's six eight inches away from me. And just motioning to me, and I'm just standing there crying. Mm-hmm. And the and on the the package it says Dave's first steps, and 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 I do I take those steps, and he grabs me, right. Um, and that's how I so often, Dan. That's how I feel with God, mm-hmm. and so often how in retrospect that's how I felt with God in relationship of going, I don't know that I trust you, mm-hmm. and logically. It's like, oh my gosh, there's no way my dad was going to let me fall. Logically, there's no way God's going to let me fall, right? And yet there's something in my heart still. Um, and this is, this is the work that I continue to do. And I, and again, part of it is pride for me. Um, I think part of it is still woundedness. Mm -hmm. Um, anger still. Anger. Absolute anger. Yeah. Um, for sure. And going, and then how to, so how to deepen the relationship with God and be that authentic, hurt, scared, angry little child mm-hmm. who's going, I don't know that I want to do this, and you better damn well catch me, right? right. Or otherwise I'm going to be even more pissed. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I love uh, the story you just shared. You and I met for breakfast, whatever that was, four weeks ago, and we had a hard conversation. Yep. And before I went to bed that night, I texted you just like, hey, thanks. And, you know, 
<laughs> you texted something back, which at least allowed me to sleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, it's 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 so easy to say, you know, I'm going to be honest yep. with this person. It's another thing to actually be honest with that yeah. person. I texted back that wounds from a friend can be trusted. Yes. Yep. And that's what allowed me to, okay, at least, at least, uh, uh, you know, uh, I can I can sleep tonight. It doesn't say that wounds from a friend are 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 wanted or That's appreciated right. or want or That's liked right. or <laughs> or they feel yeah they're wounds yeah they they're are wounds. wounds for sure. But the other part of that that proverb is this: the kisses of an enemy are sweet. Yep. An enemy only wants what's best for them. Yep. And will sweet talk you and cajole you because they want what's best for them. When you want what's best for someone you love, sometimes you have to wound them. Yep. Um, and so, having that conversation was hard. And then I, and then that was on a Monday. And I, if I remember, was that the night that you watched the 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 sixteen millimeter film of you and your dad? Because like the next day, or was maybe it was Wednesday, maybe it was Tuesday. All I know is that Jim comes up to me uh, and says, "Hey." Um, you have Garrison's contact info. And yeah. I said, yeah. He goes, he told me this great story. I want to use it in my message this weekend. Can you get in contact with him? Uh, and I got goosebumps because this is, again, me with my perspective yep. on the outside looking in going, I love that because I know that Dave's having a hard time. And what does God do? God somehow gets him to sit down and watch this video of a 16 millimeter film that was shot 40 some years ago exactly to remind you this is what your earthly father did right how much more am i going to care for you you got that message yeah you shared that message with jim bergen and you know at, at lifetime fitness yeah so you and i had breakfast on monday uh and i saw jim on tuesday morning you know and just uh just happened to be putting my clothes in the in the same bay, you know, area that he was in, and um, you know, we just struck up a quick conversation, and I shared that story with him. Um, and again, and, and my piece with Jim was again this: what if I don't trust God? What if I'm having a real struggle, like a little child? Uh, you know, what about that? And is that okay? Um, and I believe that I believe even in my doubt, my my salvation is still secure. Um, you know, as far as seeing the film, I've you know I've, I've watched that film. I you know my dad passed away last year, so right. Um, you know, so I've just you know reflecting on him and um, reminiscing about you know some of those things. So. I love doing my utmost for his highest. It's a devotional mm. by uh, Oswald Chambers. And, you know, it, it's happened a couple of times. Is You know, I get up and I'll do this in the morning and then I've got a podcast coming up and I'm like going, oh, wow, that really, that really speaks to probably what we're going to talk about. The one from today is called The Proper Perspective. And Oswald Chambers writes here, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he says, The proper perspective of a servant of God must not simply be 
as near to the highest as he can get, but must be the highest. Yeah. Be careful that you vigorously maintain God's perspective and remember that it must be done every day, little by little. Rechart that course, little by little. Don't think on a finite level, not outside the power. No outside power can touch the proper perspective. And this is what, it's about God's perspective. And the tough part is God has plans and desires for us, but they're plans for us to prosper yep. and grow. Yep. And he asked us to, to model what marriage looks like, what finances looks like, what health looks like, all that. He asked us to model what he says. This is what it is best. And what, what, when we get our perspective off of his perspective and on our own, that's when we become little Dave yep. in the kitchen, yep. fearing that God's not going to protect him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, for me, the other realization that I have is that, you know, in work, in finances, maybe even in parenting, 99%, you know, hey, that's, that's really darn good. Um, but there's other pieces where 99% you're falling short and that's, and that's disastrous. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and again, and I just continue to look at for myself, how is it, what were the, the choices and the decisions that I made, right? This isn't about her, this isn't about her spirituality, you know, again. Yeah, one of the things I want to make sure, I don't in any way want to like demonize Nicole. Oh my or, gosh. No. No. I, I've only met her once, yep. and you're right. She's beautiful. She seemed very engaging, funny. Um, I don't in any way want to look at her as the enemy. No. She's just not following Jesus. Right. Something that is the most important right. piece. And that's a huge piece for me, Dan, is that, you know, again, this is not, this is not her. This is me. Um, and and she is. She's just the most amazing, incredible, just, I, I, I don't even have words on, on what an amazing, incredible woman and, and person that she really is. Um, and it's this one area that, again, we just don't align with, and, and, that, and it makes a, such a huge difference. It makes all the difference, yes. right? It's yeah. the one ingredient in the cake that you don't put in, <laughs> and you don't get a nice little cake coming out of That's the oven, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and no matter how much, you know, you've done everything else, you know, follow the, all the instructions and all the ingredients, right. that missing one ingredient can be a crucial piece. It's not chocolate cake. No. Right. So, you know, um, in Second Corinthians two fifteen, Paul writes, "For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved, and those who are perishing." Yeah, we are the aroma of Christ. We we smell of Jesus. Yeah. Um, when I think of that, when when I think of that verse, I think of how. To fellow believers, it's a sweet aroma. For those that are perishing, it stinks, doesn't it? Yeah. And the difficult part comes when we align ourselves to someone where that's a sweet aroma, and they are exuding the sweet aroma 
But to someone who doesn't follow that, it stinks. And putting those two together is always going to be in conflict. Yeah. So as you begin, uh, when this thing airs, it'll be 2017. And so I'm just going to say I will continue to pray for you. I appreciate that. I will continue to walk as closely as you allow me in this. (laughs) Uh, and I pray that you do, that you allow me. Yeah. Um, I want what's best for you. You know, and that's that, that's my last piece too. It's, you know, I, I've locked arms with incredibly strong men, uh, you know, who are also chasing and stumbling and following after Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, and without them, without men like yourself, um, without men like my best friend Patrick, um, you know, I, I would... I would be a puddle of a mess. Man, that was rough. Seriously. You could hear the storm of conflict and turmoil going on in Dave's heart, couldn't you? I mean, he's madly in love with Nicole, yet the differences in faith and belief and in the importance of that in their lives created this maelstrom, this perfect storm, each wanting the other to give in. That's a hard place to live and a real tough place to build a lasting relationship. Remember the unequally yoked yoxen Paul wrote about in 2 Corinthians chapter 2? Someone's got to give in, or someone's going to get broken. I know that this hits home for a lot of you out there because you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't share your faith too, who doesn't understand or appreciate your devotion to Jesus. I know it's hard. And for a lot of you, love, marriage, and kids are now all part of the equation. My prayers are with you. Remember, there's always hope, and God promises never to leave you or forsake you. And for those of you who are looking to get your shit together relationally in the new year, please let us know what we can do to help. Drop us an email or send us a message on the Wake Up Call page on Flatirons Connect. Don't forget we've got a downloadable PDF devotion for yesterday in today's podcast on the men's community page at flatironschurch.com. Next week, we got our first solo female guest in the studio with Cole and me, Flatirons receptionist Lene Jenian. She's going to join us to talk about some good practical steps in getting yourself into shape on get your shit together physically. Find something that you can connect with because if you hate it, you're not going to keep doing it. Um, and having that nugget out there, if it means you're starting to run, Literally, even if you are not running right now, but you give yourself a month and a half, two months, sign up for a race, sign up for a 5K. Even if you can't run the whole thing, for me, I need that nugget. I need something out there that I am pushing and striving for, and that helps me to keep going. This is Dan Foot, Men's Community Pastor. Thanks for listening, and join us next week for Wake Up Call, the Flatirons podcast for men.